Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Hello again, friends. Welcome. Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast, episode 32. I'm Bob, sometimes the southernmost host of the Rise and Run podcast, but not this week because I'm here with Greg. Hey, hey, hey. Who is in Fort Myers, Florida, which is about two hours south of here. Greg's doing a little temporary assignment down here for his job. It's, it's uh, not Maui, but but it's it's, it's nice. not a bad place. That's a nice little area down there. John's with us. How you doing? Good, John. Always glad to hear from North Jersey. Allie's with us tonight. Hi, friends. New Hampshire representing. Alicia, how's the weather in Minnesota? It's really nice right now. It's no been... snow. No snow. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> blooming, which I mean isn't good I'll for allergy people, but otherwise, it's great. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we, yes, I understand that. I know exactly what you're saying, but good. I'm glad to hear it. And we got, we're being uh, double teamed because from the great city of Atlanta, Jack and Lexi are here together. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't know, listeners, you know, they rehearsed that. And that's the first time they got it right all night. (laughs) I just like to think we're just that good to do it on the first time. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we're one take wonders oh yeah so we're glad to have you with us we hope we have an interesting and fun episode we're going to be talking with our friend you may know her as running in makeup Kristen's with us tonight she'll be along in just a little bit uh before we get there john any reviews this week yeah we got a nice review uh from uh running with care uh running with friends you're all awesome. I love listening to this podcast during runs. As a solo runner, you guys make it seem like I'm running with a group of friends. Well, that's great. And oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's what we're aiming for. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, thank, you. thank you for taking the time to drop the review, and thank you for the kind words. We appreciate it. And we hope you feel that way for a long time to come. We got a lot of, of course, Chris Twiggs, Coach Twiggs was with us the last two weeks. Uh, and Chris's interviews generated a lot of talk on Facebook and a bunch of new customized training program members and a bunch of new customized training program members. That's me now. <laughs> See, <laughs> they, they got, they got the first part, right? I but know. They, they kind of blew it. <laughs> they kind of blew it. You know, it's a one hit wonders there. I reckon. What do you um, mean? Are you looking at me? <laughs> But yes, my big news of the week is that I officially signed up for customized training program. Yeah, that's great. I, I, and again, like everybody else, I think you're going to enjoy it. I, I, uh, been chatting back and forth with Chris a couple times today. I dropped into both. Well, I, I'm usually in on the morning zoom and I was there this morning and then I dropped in this evening before we started recording the podcast here because it's a different crowd and I like to say hello to the evening crowd sometimes. And I was chatting with Chris. Uh, Chris sent this story this morning. It came up about new members and Sarah and someone else chimed in and said, yeah, I'm a new member because I heard about it on the rise and run podcast. And then Sarah had to leave the zoom before she had her chance to ask Chris any questions or give her update or anything like that. And Chris tries very hard that if you need to do that, just send him a note, send him a message in the zoom chat, say, Hey, look, I've got to leave in 10 minutes. Please, uh, please catch me early. And and nobody who's in there, that doesn't bother us. We know that that happens sometimes. And Chris always will, will accommodate that anytime he can. So, after the Zoom call this morning, he wanted to let Sarah, who's a new customized member, know that she could do that. So he sends Sarah an email 
saying, hey, I'm glad you joined. Uh, glad you heard about it on Rise and Run. And here's what happens when you have to leave early. And Sarah sent a note back to him saying, wrong Sarah, but I also heard about it on customized training. <laughs> so, so that's the effect we're having. Chris says he thinks we've got at least 12 new people here in the last week or two. You've got six U.S. states represented and at least somebody from Canada and from the U.K. I definitely signed up because of peer pressure. <laughs> such a lie. Such a lie. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, but you're going you're gonna to enjoy it. You are. And it's going to be very helpful, and it's going to be very helpful to the folks who have signed up and have these runs coming up in the fall or winter, of course, wine and dine and marathon weekend. I think you're going to be really happy you did that. And if I didn't think that, I wouldn't be saying it over and over again. So I know it has worked for me, and I think you're going to be happy you did it. Moving on, like I said, Chris's interview generated a lot of talk. One of the things that came up was questions about the Magic Mile. I made a comment talking about the Magic Mile last week, and I said that I thought that folks who would run maybe a six and a half or seven minute magic mile would probably run straight through. Well, our buddy Adam is in that kind of a pace. And he said, actually, Bob, I do exactly what you talked about doing, which was running for a quarter mile, walking 10 seconds, running till the half, walking 10 and taking those three walk breaks that way. And Adam comes in, in the, uh, in the low sixes in his, so, you know, I was kind of in foreign territory there. I haven't run six-minute miles since, oh, it's it's been a while. <laughs> I was much younger and much lighter. But I thought that was interesting. He says, Adam says it works even down to and below six. Now, he described exactly the same thing I did. He added one different thing. He talks about warm-up. We said take that first mile to warm up. And Adam added that he adds a few acceleration gliders into his warm-up. Now, if you're not into Galloway training and you don't know what an acceleration glider is, you can look it up. We may talk about it later on in a different episode. I don't want to talk about it here right now, but it helps him get warmed, get warmed up. And then he talks about he usually, maybe the last 100 yards or so, just walks. And I do the same thing. So I know my heart rate is down and my breathing's under control when I start that magic mile. Remember, the objective is to run that mile as fast as you can. You want to finish so you feel like you've got maybe 100 or 200 yards left that you could continue at that pace, and then you'd have to stop. Now, I was talking about on the fast end. On the other end, if you're up around 10 or 12 or even more on your magic mile, Yes, definitely you're going to want to incorporate walk breaks, but still probably not at the same rate that you would incorporate them on your 30 or 45 minute run. You're going to maybe take maybe just a little bit shorter walk break. Maybe let's say if you're normally doing a 30-30, maybe you're going to do a 30-10 or a 30-15 because you're just keeping it up for a mile. So we'll be interviewing Jeff uh, June 28th and we'll ask him about the magic mile and get, get his opinion on it. So what I actually just did is I went on Jeff's website and plugged in numbers uh, that you, you know, if you've never done a magic mile before, you know, a number that you might want to aim for. So obviously when it comes to, you know, run Disney, you know, races, if you're looking to do, say, you know, just the marathon or goofy or dopey, obviously the pace that you need to maintain is a 16 minute mile. And again, that would be your race pace. So what I did was, is I played with the numbers on his calculator to see what magic mile time you would need in order to have a 16 per minute mile race pace for a marathon. And that okay. comes in at 12 minutes and 18 seconds. Okay. So if your magic mile is less than or is faster than that, then you're going to be in really good shape. Now, if yeah. it's not, obviously that will you know give you a number that you want to aim for because as you know, looking at Jeff's plans, you will do multiple magic miles over the course of the training program. But if you're looking for an initial baseline that's going to keep you ahead of the balloon ladies, it's going to be 12 minutes and 18 seconds. Okay, thanks, Greg. Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing to talk with Jeff about. Uh, another thing we could talk with Jeff about when we get him, I will post a 
thread for questions for Jeff Galloway before his interview comes up. Um, haven't done it yet, but I'll do it here probably in the next day or so. Another topic that came up, I don't know if it came up from talking with Chris or I know it was talked about in our Zoom get together last Thursday, and that is aqua jogging. Now, aqua jogging is a great cross trainer and a great way to get yourself back in if you're recovering from injuries because it's zero impact. It does require a little bit of equipment. The big thing it requires is a pool, which I guess is more than just a little bit of equipment, but it requires a weight, not a weight belt, a flotation belt. And you can find them online. The flotation belt will float you till your, your head and shoulders basically are out of the water. And you want to do your jogging, your simulated running in an area of the pool where your feet don't touch the bottom. And what aqua jogging does for you, it, the resistance of the water helps with your running form because you've got to take, or you don't have to, but you are going to find the path of least resistance for your arms and your legs as you move through the water in a running motion. Uh, typically with aqua jogging, there are programs that you can do. You take 30, 45 minutes at a time and you'll do intervals here too where you'll go as hard as you can for 30 or 40 seconds, relax 20. And again, it's more to it than I'm talking about here, but that's the basic idea behind it. There's a a link on Jeff's website, Jeff Galloway's website, that talks about aqua jogging if you're interested in that. Okay, so that's just a couple of the things that came out of the last few shows. Friends, you may know her from running in makeup on Instagram. You may know her from her running in makeup YouTube channel, but we're really excited and happy to have Kristen with us tonight. Kristen, welcome. Glad to have you here. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yay. (laughs) We're really excited. Um, So I know I came across your YouTube channel, which is kind of what inspired us to do a YouTube channel. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hey, Lexi, Lexi, what, what YouTube channel is that, by the way? Oh, it's, it's Passport to Run. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Passport to Run. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> um, but I remember Jack was like, um, she gave me a list of, it was you and Res Runs and Run on a Run, and there was somebody else. I don't remember. I can't remember at the moment. Yeah, but but she was like, "Go watch these, and then we can see if we want to like start our own YouTube channel." It's like, okay, I don't know if I want to do this, but then I started watching Running and Makeup, and I think I binged you for like a week, and <laughs> that's where all those views came from. <laughs> yeah, <that's great. laughs> um, it been like right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and um. Like two months later, we had our first couple videos done, and now we're where we are. Aw, that's well. My so that makes me really happy to to hear that because I started my channel just simply as an accountability tool, and it for myself. And if people found it, great, <laughs> you know. And and now here we are, several years later, and um, it's gotten a lot bigger than I ever thought that it would, but I started out very rudimentary, like to go back and watch those first few, it's very cringe. (laughs) That's normal. Um, in fact, I think I've taken down a couple of them because it's just like, Oh, um, but I just, I, I figured, you know, I want to, I want to put something out there that people can, can be like, Oh, look, she's not like the typical runner body type or, you know, life-wise, because I was, you know, I'm married, I have three kids, two of whom are twins, and they were very small at the time. Um, so it was like, if somebody can can see that and be like, wait, if she can do it, I bet you I could probably do that too. So yeah, that's how it, that's how it came about. And um, I think one of my first, my first video, it was at Princess of 2019. Yes, I'm having to fact check. 
myself. Yes, yeah. Prince of the 2019. Um, and it was the 10K was the first one I filmed. And I remember getting that GoPro um, and taking it out of the box and being like, here we go. <laughs> like no, no, uh, no, like training. I think I took it around the block and was like, all right, we're going to take it and we're going to go. And, uh, and I did. And then I remember in the half that next day, making it to main street and my husband was there and I remember handing it off to him be like, take this. Like I was so <laughs> over holding a camera Hard and carrying it. Yeah. Here we go. Um, but yeah, some of those, some of those early videos were cringe, but I like to think they've come a long way since then. And yours have too. Yours have too. So all of your, all of your overseas stuff. I love it. Makes me want to, makes me want to adventure across, across the pond. So I, I also run in makeup, like full makeup and I think it's the most important piece of my running gear. If I can say that's the one thing that I, I would leave the shoes behind before I would leave the <laughs> mascara behind. Amen, sister. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on the same page as you. Um, one of the things that I notice on your Instagram is that you have phenomenal costumes. And one of my favorites, well, I'll say two of my favorites. One of my favorites being having lived in New Orleans, the Flapper Tiana was amazing. Yeah. And then the other one was a group costume and that was the cheerleader princesses. How do you come up with the ideas for your costumes? The costumes, those that you mentioned are um, from this past princess. Um, and my wonderful friend, Brooke, who is on Instagram as dressed in magic, she is phenomenal at coming up with these costume ideas and um, she and I were brainstorming and we wanted to do, so we did the Cinderella uh, blue dress, Cindy, and then the pink dress for the 5k. Um, and then our friend Teresa was a fairy godmother. That was actually one of the pictures that got reposted by Run Disney and I about flipped oh, cool. my lid. <laughs> nice. Very um, nice. So that was that one. And then um, the the flapper Tiano and, and Charlotte was for the 10K. And then the group of princess cheerleaders was the half. And she just had these ideas and was like, you know, do you want to do you want to be a part of it? Um, and we kind of we brainstormed the flapper idea together. She knew she wanted to do princess and the frog theme because that was the metal, but we brainstormed together. We didn't want to be, we didn't want to be like the traditional Tiana because we figured there were going to be a lot of those. And we wanted to do something just a smidge more obscure so that, um, not everybody was going to be flapper Tiana. And I think I saw maybe like two others that entire, that entire race. So, um, successful on that front. Um, and then the princess thing, I, I think the secret to coming up with good costumes is to take take the theme of the race, but then twist it and turn it just enough that that other people may not think of that. Um, she right. had done a group costume at one of the Star Wars races where they were all stormtrooper cheerleaders. That's what I, I was going to say. So I yeah. was going to say, well, that was, <laughs> that was one of the yes. best costumes I had ever seen. And I was she thinking, was in like, that group. Yes. So, and, and like, I'm claiming it, I'm naming it and claiming it right now. If Avengers races come back, we are Avengers cheerleaders. (laughs) Yes. Very cool. Claim Iron Man. (laughs) Very cool. (laughs) Actually, no, I think I'm going to claim Cap, Captain America. He's actually my favorite. So, um, Iron Man just, I like red looks good on me. So (laughs) if not for any other reason, except that, so. But yeah, no, I think, like I said, I think that's the, that's the, the big important thing is to, yes, use the person on the metal or the, the, the weekend as the theme, but then twist it just a bit, um, in a, in a different way. And does it take you a long time to get ready in the morning? I know we've had this discussion a few times. I don't know if we've ever actually had it on the podcast, but I'm a late like riser. I get up half an hour before I need to be at the bus and then I just oh, that go. gives me heart palpitations thinking. Yeah, about it. <laughs> a lot of people get real stressed out about that because I just I value my sleep. So what? How many I do hours too, but you... you can take a nap, and those race photos are going to last forever. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Um, but how many hours do you get up to get ready before the race? Oh gosh, so for Princess, because that's the last race I did. I wasn't at Springtime, so I'm referencing Princess. Um, princess, I was awake most mornings. Um, especially the 5k morning. Cause that 
that and the 10K were the most complex complex makeup looks. Um, I my first alarm went off at 150. Yikes! And I snoozed it once, so we'll call it two. Um, yeah, I know we joke about it with Greg all the time that you know it says like oh 3 a.m. Yeah. And I'm yeah, the person no. who wakes up at 3 a.m. And yeah. Everyone else is like, you have to be at the bus at 3 a.m. Like, well, and even like the 5K, I was I was in like a hair piece. Like it was like a – that I had to make sure that was all right. And then for the 10K, I had to do my hair in that flapper style. And I have a lot of hair. So it's not – I don't have short hair. It's it's long and it takes takes a minute to, to, uh, to do. But as far as the makeup goes, I, I try to keep it simple. Um, if the costume is more elaborate, the makeup is more simple. Um, if the costume is more, um, kind of speaks for itself, then I let, I let it do that. And then like the cheerleader, for example, that one, I didn't do too much for just cause it did, it did enough on its own. So I love your relationship with, um, when you use our handle, is it running in shin splints? Running with shin splints. Uh-huh. Running with shin splints. I think your guys' chemistry is so great, but how did you guys meet? We actually work together. Um, so Teresa is her name. We work at, at the same hospital on the same unit. We work on the inpatient rehab. And she, she will tell you that she is um, she is willing to do any and all things if they sound fun. And um, part of my, uh, my running story is that I initially, and famous last words, you know, my goal race, I want to run one Disney race just one, right? Famous last words. Mm-hmm, right. And that, go. that race was princess. And I didn't know anybody else that, that ran. And so I was sitting at the nurse's desk one day doing a chart review or, or verifying orders or whatever I happened to be doing. And she was sitting there and I said, did you know that you can run at Disney world? <laughs> she said, I'm sorry, what? I said, yeah, they have like races there uh-huh. and you can run, like you can run in magic kingdom and not get in trouble for it. <laughs> and she, she said, well, when, and I said, well, it's the one I'm looking at is princess themed. And that one's in February. And all she goes is, yeah, let's do that. And that the rest is, the rest is history. So we had never really, you know, interacted much before that. And it just happened to be a, you know, I overshared that that's what I wanted to do. And she was like, yep, that sounds great. We're doing it. (laughs) So, um, and then just like with, with y'all, you continue to build and cultivate a friendship as you train together, because you inevitably see each other at your absolute worst. Um, (laughs) and you still choose to be friends with that person who, you know, has snot running out of their nose and is, is hangry at mile eight and, you know, snapped at you at mile 10 and that kind of thing. Um, it's been a, it's been really, really fun and, and moving forward because she has medical issues like the shin splints, but more importantly, her knee, knee issues. Um, this is going to be the first season that she's out and I won't have her, uh, have her with me in any of the races. So this is a whole new chapter for me in that I'm not going to have her to be that person to be on the training runs with and be on the course with and travel with. And, um, you know, run Disney's about to really become y'all know run Disney's huge community, both in person and, and digitally. And I'm about to have to really, really lean on that digital community, uh, because I won't have that physical person next to me, like, like I'm used to. Speaking of the community, I, I want to go back a little bit to your, you know, the conceptual idea of you starting your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the thing that I really appreciate about running in makeup is that, you know, we've all seen Arno's videos and he's a speed demon. And he's you lightning ha- fast. <laughs> exactly. He is, yeah. He's and then, so fast you know, that a gimbal doesn't stabilize his video. There like, you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, then we have you know, our mutual friend, Gerald. Depending on his training, he can be really, really fast, too. Yeah. And, then I di- and then I discovered your Goofy videos. And I appreciated the perspective that you brought, you know, in terms of, you know, from the middle to, you know, the back, you know, that middle to back the pack range. Yeah. You know, in terms of because it's all sorts of different stories when it comes to Run Disney, you know, you know, based on, you know, the corrals. And, you know, you know, we always like to say Run Disney is like a mullet. It's business in the front and party in the back and everything. Oh, like yes. <laughs> but 
you know, so the fact that, you know, you know, you chronicled, you know, your, you know, your extreme highs. And then I distinctly remember your 20 mile wall from the marathon video. And it, 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 like it spoke to me because I'm like, okay, this is a real moment. And this is something that I need to prepare for. So I want to thank you for sharing that raw emotion, um, you know, with me, you know, through your channel and everything like that. But, you know, talk to us about, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you shared the story about how you got into Run Disney and, you know, your relationship with Teresa and everything like that. But what was, like, the final thing that made you say, you know what, I want to put it out for the public to see? I think that it really, really went back to, um, I, rem- I remember being on a treadmill at Gold's Gym. And uh, this was before I really knew, I had I'd heard kind of rumblings of Run Disney through uh, a, a sorority sister um, from college because she had done Princess a couple of times. So I knew, I knew in the back of my mind that that was a thing. I didn't, at the time, because I wasn't really into running, I didn't realize that you do that every year. I thought it was just like a, oh, every couple of years they'll have a race. Um, and I remember being on the, on the, uh, the treadmill at Gold's and I just happened to be in YouTube and I just put in, you know, run Disney princess half marathon. And Gerald Resnick's video was the first one that came up. And if you don't know Res, I think we all do. But for those of y'all listening, if you don't know Res Runs, if you want a truly cinematic, professional view of a course, go watch his race videos. I still watch like the Star Wars races that he did, and I never even ran that race. But I watch oh, I it. Feel like I, I watch his training vlogs. Like I mean, I'm I'm going to rewatch his Dopey vlog series. Yes, because I know that's going to help me get through Dopey. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And I remember watching that and just busting out in tears on the treadmill because it was like I I I just felt like I was there. That's but yet I'm here in Austin at Gold's Gym. Like this is so weird. And then to know that there were other people in the community that valued that content, if you will, I knew that I'm like, hey, I've got, I've got like a creative bone in my body. And I also know that I'm not really good at like self-motivating, but I really want to do this. So maybe if I knew that I had a larger community, granted, I didn't think my channel was going to take off in the least bit. But if I was accountable to a couple of people who knew that I was going to do it, so like my family, my husband's family, some close friends, if I knew that they were expecting a video about what I had been doing that week for training or the races, then that's going to make me want to get out and actually do um, do, do the work. And that's really what got me started on that. And like I said, it just kind of exploded in a way. I remember... Um, there was one of my videos that I was in, uh, I had put it out and I had mentioned Gerald in it for some reason. And, uh, I remember I was in the grocery store and on the chip aisle, I remember the oddest, (laughs) the oddest details. I was on the chip aisle and my, uh, my brother called and he said, have you watched Rez's new video? Because he used to usually put him out on Sundays. I think it was. And that's usually when I'm at the grocery and I said, no, why? And he was like, he shouted you out. And I was like, what? So I go and watch it in the middle of the chip aisle at HEB, which is our local great grocery store that is arguably better than the one in Florida. Don't at me. Um, and, and I remember watching that and like, like looking at my phone and then holding me like, he mentioned me. Oh my gosh. And I, that, that night I gained almost 300 subscribers simply by wow. him just like shouting me out. And I was like, well, I guess I'm committed now because <laughs> there's there you people, you know, watching and, and, and anticipating things. But I mean, all told really the heart of the story is I did it as a way to be accountable in my training because I am my own worst critic, my own worst enemy. And I'm going to be the first one to give myself an out to stop doing something. And I knew that if somebody was expecting those videos, I couldn't stop without a darn good reason. So Kristen, it sounds like the running community has really supported you. And I know we have a great group here that's supported each other for a few years in running. And it's Jack, Lexi, 
Greg and my first time doing Dopey. And I know it's your first time doing Dopey too. It so, is. And you have started a group on Facebook called Dare to Dopey, which is so cool. Um, such a great name. How did that all come about? So Dare to Dopey actually just started as a hashtag that I, you know, I, I occasionally have an, an intelligent, creative thought. <laughs> and and I don't even remember which post it originated off of. But I and I love uh, I love something that I think what an alliteration. I love something that flows. Um, I'm a speech language pathologist by trade. And um, so I love language and the study of that and dare to dopey that just rolled off the tongue. And um, so I started using that hashtag and it just really caught on and people were messaging me, you know, saying, well, I'm, I, I love that. I love that concept, but I'm not doing dopey. There's, I'm not ready for that, you know, and, and that's when I took a step back and really kind of reevaluated what that technically means because dopey doesn't have to be about that race or that, um, that challenge. You know, I had, I started explaining dopey can be anything that you think is just a tad touch crazy, but you're willing to try. Um, and so for some people dopey for them being on the couch right now is a 5k Yep. that if they were, if they were asked to do that right now, they could not do that, but they're willing to try. They're willing to put the put in the work and try. Um, and so it really just it it stemmed from that being that dopey can be can be anything. It doesn't have to be about the race in January. It can be about the ultra marathon that you're real crazy to attempt, in my opinion. <laughs> Amen. Um, <laughs> We're talking to but, you. But but it can be it can be anything. It can be you know sticking to a diet. It can be it can be anything. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be about the mileage. And, and I think that really resonated with people, especially those that are near and dear to my heart, the mid to back of Packers, who getting that proof of time under 215 half marathon is nuts. It's impossible. Like, yeah. <laughs> my PR for the half is a 240. And I was on fire that day. Like, I've great. never That's been able to time. replicate it. There's the likelihood that I will get a proof of time for any future Disney race, unless they up it again or like lower it more is, is almost nil. And so, and, and that can be something that's hard for a non run Disney person. That's not real in the community to grasp. And so it's like, don't, don't worry about that. Just be, be like the run Disney mullet business in the front. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I know it's, kind of been a goal of mine ever since I heard of what Dopey was. I was like, I want to do that, but I need to take steps to get there. And it wasn't yes. like I was just going to, some people do that and some people right out of the gate, just that's their first marathon. But for me, I was like, I got to do, I was not a runner. <laughs> I, was like, I, I wasn't either. A half first or whatever. And then I have to go step by step. And, and then we did Goofy last year. Um, and I know having Bob and John and Alicia kind of there to to tell us how to do these things because they had already done them is also great. So I right. like the idea of dare to dopey because some people might never be on the path to dopey, but some people might, and they're just going to find people that, that they can commune with, which is really great. Right. And uh, something that was, has been so cool. And last night was a primo example of that. Um, I went out for my, my month. So I run Monday, Thursday, Saturday, and usually Monday I'm with my, my, my run club, my unofficial run club, but everybody else had life going on. And so I set out by myself. And like I had mentioned before, I am my own worst critic and my own worst enemy. And it was, it was a horrible run. If, if I had runs like that all the time, I wouldn't be where I am today because I would have quit long ago. And I knew that I wasn't alone in that, that I, I know that people struggle. And so I posted a picture that I took, um, last night after I'd finished running and I was just sitting on the ground being like, I don't know what just happened, but apparently I have baby giraffe legs. I can't breathe. And this is miserable and I don't want to do it. But I was like, no, 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 no. That other people feel this way and they need to know that it's okay to feel that way. And so I made that post and I put it in the Dare to Dopey group on Facebook as well as my Instagram. And there were so many comments about how 
Like, thank you for posting this because it let me know that it's okay. You know, and I think that's what people need to see. And what they identify with is that it is not all rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and lollipops and candy. It's, there are runs like what happened to me last night. And that's okay. It's okay to feel that. It's okay to be sad about it, but it's not okay to stay there. You got to pack it away and move on, move on to the next one. And I think that's what a lot of the Dare to Dopey crew in that Facebook group, they we all like feed off of that is that, hey, it's okay to have a bad run, I promise. So I think that's super important too, that people see the vulnerability that you have too, because sometimes we can be in these groups and people look up to us. Um, and then they're like, Oh, nothing bad can happen to them. That it's always perfect. And you started it to be accountable to yourself, but all these people are looking to you too for accountability to them and you and to show them like, sometimes it's not all sunshine and rainbows is I think super, super important. It keeps the idea of the dare to dopey alive. And that's really important. Yeah. And I think, you know, back when I was doing the goofy training, um, I remember distinctly uh, going to try to donate plasma to earn extra money. And I have, I have horrible veins, horrible veins. Um, So the fact that I even thought that that was going to be a success was hilarious in and of itself. Um, So I get in there and they're looking and they're like, what what, did you leave them at home? Where are they? And I remember being so broken over that. Well, then later that week on that next run, that's when I had my hip injury. And that's when the notorious porch talks started where it was like, anytime somebody saw me opening a video on the porch, they were like, what happened now? (laughs) You know? Um, But some of those, those type videos where I showed the struggle and showed that it's not all happy all the time. Those were some of my best performing videos. And I don't think it's because people like to see people suffer. It's because they identify with, Hey, she's putting it all out there, not just the good stuff, but she's putting the struggle out there too. And there aren't many people, um, there aren't many people that, that do that. What I really like to see too, is when people see the struggle and other people chime in and say, I've been there, this mm-hmm. is how I got through it. And that's community yeah. too. Yes. Is, you know, they don't want to see you struggling. They want to help you through the Yes. Struggle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. They're, they're not just eating, you know, kicking back and eating popcorn. They're being active, uh, active participants in your journey. Um, they want to see you succeed and vice versa. I want to see them succeed too. That's again, community. I just want to say again, that how refreshing it is to see you show all your emotions up front, because I know there, there's been times where I've actually when at my second ever ultra, I struggled so much that I remember I tripped and fell for the second time and landed face first into the ground. And there was not a single person nearby. And I remember I cried and then I called Lexi. And it's knowing that you have someone there for you. And in a sense, your channel and your Instagram as well, you're there for everybody. You're there to help pick up anybody if they need someone to pick them up and have that moment of inspiration tell you it's going to be okay. And so it's just, I just want to say thank you for everything you do because it really is truly an honor. Well, now I'm going to (laughs) cry. I, I'm the whole, I just keep going back to the community part of it. And I only put out what I want to receive back. You know, I, I want to be encouraged just as much as, as y'all do. And I know you want to be encouraged too. And so that's why I think when I saw y'all, Jack and Lexi at marathon weekend, when I was there to cheer, um, I was like, we've technically never met before, but I'm going in for a big old hug, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, And, and it's just, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool how this group, this community has brought together some people that I guarantee you, I would have never met otherwise. I would have never met y'all probably seen you in passing at the parks or whatnot, but it would have never clicked and registered and stayed. And I think that's something that's so special, not only about the, the run Disney community, but just the running community in general is it brings together people from all walks of life, all ability levels, all, you know, heights, weights, whatever. And and you've got something, you've got a common ground and it's just, it's so beautiful and I wouldn't trade it for anything. 
backtracking just a little bit, I know Greg talked about the Goofy Challenge and everything. After that race, did you ever think you were going to do Dopey? Or what was the teeny little spark that was like, yeah, you know what? I conquered Goofy. Let me go to the next step. So after Goofy, Teresa did Goofy with me. And we were, um, I remember we we stayed at, where were we at? We were at Pop for that. And our friend, um, her name is Cherie. Our friend came with us as like our support crew. In fact, she was the one that during the marathon, I was going into the quick service places and world showcase and she was going runner emergency and she was getting cups of ice <laughs> and she was like meeting us all around world showcase with cups of ice. And anyway, um, and I remember I was laying on one bed and Teresa was laying on the other and she was like, are we going to do this again? Cause I think we might need to, because honestly dopey's just like nine more miles. And we could have walked that. <laughs> I was like, I, this is like childbirth. I'm going to have to put a lot of years in between so I can not remember immediately how utterly awful this was. And then let's talk. So then we figured out, um, in fact, I figured out in talking with Gerald one day that um, 23 is an anniversary year for, for Dopey as well as the marathon. So, you know, those medals are going to be fantastic. So that just kind of became the, the, the target date was, was dopey of 23. And I figured that's three years between, um, you know, between marathons and that's how many years apart my kids are. So there you go. It really was like childbirth. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to dare to dopey, uh, specifically, you know, the Facebook group, you know, outside of just, you know, an online community of, you know, posts and comments, encouragement, is there anything else that, that you're planning on incorporating into that? You know, like, are you going to do Zoom calls or, you know, what else are you looking to incorporate into the group, you know, to help connect one another and, and help that encouragement in our awesome community? Yeah. You know, it, I'm an overachiever at, at, at best. Uh, it's my middle name, actually. Um, and I would love to do, I've done one Facebook Live in the group. Um, and that was a lot of fun. I actually did that n- the night before registration just to, you know, I told everybody, bring, bring your questions. Let's just hang out and, um, you know, chat about strategy, which all got thrown out the window if you mm-hmm. were part of that on the registration morning. And um, the, I got a lot of great feedback about that, you know, just doing like random Facebook Live, not random, they would be scheduled, but um, doing stuff like that. I want to do a meetup for wine and dine. Um, cause there's a lot of people in the group who will be at wine and dine. There's also a lot of people in the group who are going to be at marathon weekend may not necessarily be doing dopey. They're, they're dopey for that is the half, but they're going to be there to cheer for the marathon. Um, I just, I have, um, I, I had this, I had a dream one night that I was running up main street and Casey's corner is the important spot for, for my family. It was the point where, cause this was before cell phones were a big deal. Uh, this was like the era, the era of bag phones, if you will. Um, when my family and I went to Disney, if my brother and I got separated from our, from our parents, Casey's was the meetup spot. Um, we would go to Casey's and just wait and wait there. So, um, and if you've, followed my channel for any length of time, you know, that's where my parents surprised me, um, on the half marathon course during, uh, marathon weekend of 20. I had no idea they were going to be there. And the, the, the ruse to get me to stop there was, you know, they said, if you'll just get a selfie in front of Casey's, that would be great. So in the video, I muted this part because the, the music on Main Street was so loud. You can hear me tell Teresa, pull left, pull left, because Casey's is on the left. And right as we did that, there there pops out my sweet little mom and dad's heads, like looking up Main Street, like, are they coming yet? So um, so I, I, I want to do uh, a meetup. But back to the dream, I was dreaming that I was on Main Street and there was a group of people standing in front of Casey's holding hashtag Dare to Dopey signs. And I was like, well, that needs to happen, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So I just, you know, it's, it's just like the channel, the group is growing um, into something that I didn't, I didn't know that I needed. I didn't know that I wanted. And so I see things like meetups happening, um, you know, regular types of Facebook lives, Instagram lives, you know, that kind of thing. Um, 
the group is almost to the point where I'm going to have to like wrangle in some moderators and other admins because it's, um, it's getting to be, it's getting to be pretty, pretty big. So we're, we're almost at 600 and it's been live for about six weeks now. Wow. So, well, and um, we'll make sure to put a link uh, to the group in yeah, the show notes yeah. for you. As and well. I, I have it, um, it's a private group. So those of you that are listening that want to join, just make sure that you answer the, I think it's three questions. It's like, what's your favorite race distance? Do you agree to the rules just to make sure people aren't like bots because that there yeah, are i actually did it that. while we're recording right now so yeah folks, oh did you it really well, is it, it's, it's three that. it's three questions real real simple <laughs> yeah it's it's easy it's real easy okay so this one's like really random but what was your experience signing up for um dopey because ours was like <laughs> whoa like did you get in right away or did you wait like three hours like we all <laughs> it was insane i have never been that stressed out I think in my adult life, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was one of those that got in before. So it's, it was nine o'clock my time, um, before nine o'clock around eight forty or so, um, the links went live and I got clicked in and I got the spinning circle of death and I had it on like six screens and I, you know, we're good to go. This is going to be great. And then nine o'clock rolls around and nothing happens. Like it didn't drop an estimated wait time. And nine ten happened and nothing, nothing was happening. And I got real nervous about that time. And, um, it was not long after that, that one of my spinning circle of death pages turned into the dwarves. And I was yeah, like, right, Oh right. Yeah. no. <laughs> um, and that's when I started seeing people online, uh, being like, it's, it's the, we, we crashed the site, you know, stay, stay where you are, stay where you are. And it, it was so, so incredibly stressful. And I had pushed off patients because I'm usually at the hospital by, by nine. And so I had shifted my entire day at the hospital so I could be home in front of my six computer screens to, um, to register. And when they, y'all know, they started popping up like, you know, at, at 1030 or not, whatever. I'm like, this gives me like, no time. So on one of my phones, I'm texting my manager being like, this is, and she's a runner. So she kind of understands. I said, this is, this is what I'm doing. She knew I was registering for a big race. I said, and it's, the site is down. I don't know how long it's going to take. And she said, don't worry about it. We're going to get your patients covered. So then they drop in all the times and everything was over an hour. I was like, oh, it's going to be gone. And my brother called and he said, Hey, I, he pulled over, he was driving somewhere. He pulled over on the side of the road and got in on his phone. It dropped him in immediately into, um, the registration page. So he got himself registered for dopey. And then he did the, I want to add another registrant or whatever and got, and got me in. So if it was not for my brother, I don't know that I would have gotten it. So, What's your brother's name? Shout him out. Jeremy. Hey, oh. <laughs> yes, he's uh, good brother. Yeah, he's my my little brother who earned some major, major, major brownie points. Then, so, um, but then it started. You know, the the time stamp started dropping pretty quickly, and the the little unofficial run club that I had mentioned earlier, we were we were all actually trying to get in for dopey, and so one of um, one of my friends, Christine, I was able to get her in. But right after I hit complete or, you know, register for her, it wasn't two minutes later that Dopey came up sold out. So um, I don't know that if I had gotten in on my own accord, like where I was doing hers, if I, I, there's no way I could have gotten back out and and gotten her in as well. So it all, it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Um, So that's yes. But to answer your question, I've never been that stressed ever. I'm like really worried that that's what it's going to be like for princess. Not that makes lie. me nervous because it's, it's a, like, it's an anniversary year, I think too, for princess. Yeah. And it's my so. first time my mom wants to do a 5k. And so I'm trying to sign up me and her. And now she's talking about trying to get my dad to do it. So now I'm going to have to sign up myself and two other people included. And I'm already sweating. Cause I don't know if the 5k has got an anniversary or whatever, but Oh my God. I'm worried. I think the, the biggest tip though. And I said this in that Facebook live that I did the night before is if you're going to be signing up multiple people, have all of their information in front of you so that you're, or already like you can copy and paste it into the boxes because you waste so much time because I get, 
I, I have fast fingers in typing, but I get nervous fingers too. And, you know, it's, I hit wrong buttons and, and that kind of thing when I'm like the pressure's on. So if, if you can do like have all of her information, have all of his information and, and do it that way, that would, that's going to save some time for sure. And I guess if it's okay, my, my personal last question is, is after Dopey, where do you see the future of your channel going? Do you think you're going to do like if Disneyland Paris opens up and does the run Disney races over there, or are you planning on doing any other races outside of Disney or what are you thinking? So that's a great question that I've actually thought about a little bit. I want to do run Disney Paris for sure. I want that castle to Chateau, Chateau, Chateau. (laughs) I'm from Texas. Um, anyway, no, I want that. I want that medal since the coast to coast is most likely not ever going to be a thing again. So, um, I would have loved to have done Disneyland, but I, I got into it a year too late to, to do those, but I, I want to run New York. I want to run Chicago. I want to do essentially most of the world majors. Um, and you know, Boston, I, I'm like Baymax. I am not fast. <laughs> and <laughs> and that uh, that fundraising goal is very intimidating. So, uh, but I, you know, I want to do, I want to do an overseas race. You know, it could be anything. Honestly, I would love to do anything overseas. Um, but I think the, the big ones are the ones that you hear everybody talking about, you know, Chicago, my husband actually did Chicago um, many, many moons ago and, um, New York, I've actually never been to New York. So what a great trip there is to, is to run the race. So, and I think, you know, navigating, you know, the channel may turn into something about, you know, setting new goals because a lot of people, um, financially, if you're not a local there, Dopey's hard to commit to every year. That's an expensive, expensive habit. And it's, sometimes it's good to, to see what what's in your own backyard and and to make it to make it fun that way too. Okay, Kristen. I have a series of quick fire questions to ask you if you're up for it. Oh, I'm up for it. Okay. So you know Disney really well. Yes. Um and you know, you don't have to think about it. Just whatever whatever you feel, just vibe on it. So, okay. uh what's your favorite Disney race? Like Princess weekend. Okay. Princess. What is the favorite favorite medal that you've ever earned? Um, marathon, marathon of 20. Was it because it was hard or was it because, um, it's just beautiful. It was, it was because it was, um, the longest distance I'd ever done. And I worked the hardest I'd ever worked. And, you know, they cut that course that year, but, um, I was not, I would not let anybody put my medal on until I walked the parking lot to, until I got that 26. I was like, no, 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 no. I did so, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your favorite post-race meal at Disney? Garden Grill. All right. What's your favorite Disney snack? The Rice Krispie treats that are shaped like Mickey. It's a good one. Uh, monorail or steamboat? Monorail. I don't do bodies uh, of water. I just don't. <laughs> favorite hotel to stay at at Disney? Pop. Mm-hmm, me too. Favorite park? Which one, like, can't you miss when you Magic go? Magic Kingdom. All right. And then last question. What is your best kept Disney secret? Oh, I have so many. Um, oh, okay. In order to get, you see, you see people um, with like empty Main Street pictures at night, mm-hmm. you know? So the best way to get that is, because I've done it a couple of times, is you want to try to get the latest dinner reservation available, be willing to sacrifice the fireworks. Okay. So latest dinner reservation available. The two times I've done it happened to be at Be Our Guest. And you just take your sweet, precious time eating. Um, I think the last time I did it, we had a reservation at 830. Um, You know, they send out courses and whatnot. And we were like spoon of soup, put the spoon (laughs) down, wait two minutes, do another. I mean, we, we dragged that sucker out. <laughs> and then they will inevitably tell you it's time to go. Um, in fact, Gerald was with me on, on this one. And, and at one point we were like dancing in front of the founder statue and there's cast members coming up with the ropes, meaning they've like cleared all the lands. And, uh, we were like, Oh, we're sorry. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Um, 
so that's that's the biggest tip is is just get the very last dining reservation and eat as slow as you know how to eat. Bring like mini silverware, like Barbie silverware <laughs> and eat with that one grain of rice at a time. Um, <laughs> and that's how you can get those empty, if not mostly empty Main Street pictures in Magic Kingdom. Kristen, thank you so much. This was delightful. I want to, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about the Dare to Dopey just to put a spin on it from the other side. I, this would, had I gotten it, had I had a brother who got me in, <laughs> this, this would have been dopey number four for me, but that's not going to happen. Um, I heard a very important word that you used over and over again, and that's journey. I always describe dopey as a journey and keep that in mind. It's, starts on that first day of training and it ends with that celebration, the four days in the park. So that's, that's the way you're going to go. And I think you got a really good handle on this and I look forward to seeing you down there. Yes, absolutely. Thank you again for, for having me. This was, this is actually my first podcast I've ever been on. So uh, we're this honored. Is, thanks, thanks for letting it be this one. We're honored. It was a lot of fun. I knew it would be. Somebody said, we're going to talk about running and makeup. Said, what do I care? No, I knew it was going to be good. I did. <laughs> I knew it was going to be fun, good. I knew it'd be high energy, and you certainly are. And we appreciate it, Kristen. Thanks. Thank you. All right. So when you guys told me that you wanted to interview running and makeup, I'm thinking, sure, what's in it for me? But that was fun. It was so fun. And she's just such a great person. And we really enjoyed talking to her. I, I love the attitude. I I really am strongly aligned with what she's trying to do. I, and we're going to go down that same route in this podcast also, uh, because we know there are a fair number of listeners here who maybe have signed up for their first dopey or their first marathon. And I, I remember very clearly what it's like to go through all of that. And we're going to work through that in the next couple of weeks here two uh, once we get started training in late june but thanks Kristen. uh upcoming next week if you don't know who arno is you need to go find out go to youtube and type in run arno run r-u-n-a-r-n-o-r-u-n all one word arno's over in the netherlands he's uh he's a very excellent runner He's also a running coach, and he produces some terrific running videos. So take a peek there. We'll be talking to Arno next week. We'll mention it again on the race report, but big event south of where you are right now, Greg. The Keys 100 down in the Florida Keys will be going along this weekend, and we have three folks from the customized training group who are going to be running that and we'll be talking with them the episode after that that's uh, jamie adam and tony rob's running also rob's running the 50 miler and <laughs> this is one of those times where people actually say yeah rob's only running the 50 miler it's 50 miles people <laughs> that's a that's that'll be fun uh good guys I look forward to talking with them. Uh, I did post a thread in the Rise and Run Facebook group, and I also posted it in the uh, RDMT First Time Dopey Goofy Etc. Facebook group for Jeff Galloway's shoe consultant, Greg, who will be with us on June 9th. And we've already got some excellent questions, but uh, if you want us to ask Greg a question about running shoes, that's the time to do it. Speaking of Greg, different Greg this time. Greg, how are things going with your Peloton challenge with Tom from the Will Run For podcast? Well, my legs are sore. Uh, my butt is sore. Uh-oh. Uh, I've put in more miles than I have ever put in in a two-week span, but I'm still losing. <laughs> All right. 
So, but again, as uh, you know, as we mentioned last week, you know, there are no you know winners and there are no losers in this. You know, it's all um, you know about getting physically fit and raising money <laughs> for great organizations. But I just, I, I really enjoy the, the friendly banter uh, that I have going back and forth. Um, you know, with Tom over at Will Run for you know, it's funny. We were trying to plan a group ride. And I was like, hey, you know, just, you know, let me know which one you want to do. And then, you know, we'll go ahead and promote it or whatever. And he's like, you know what? I just, I just need to take a day off. I'm like, listen, I get it. I get it. But then it clicked into my head. I'm like, wait, he's not getting on the bike. This gives me a chance. I'm going to be away on another business trip. (laughs) So I need to get in. Exactly. So I I went down in the basement, you know, and I did an hour's worth of classes. And then he's sending me a message on Instagram being like, oh, man, you went hard. I'm like, yeah, but I had to go hard because you didn't go hard yesterday. You know, so it's been a really, really nice um, back and forth. So we got uh, two more weeks to go in this. Um, I promise we will announce a ride that Tom and I will do together if you want to join us. Uh, again, like I said, you can blame me for that one with uh, a couple of quick business trips that I've had and stuff like that. But again, if you're following along, it's hashtag Will Rise and Peloton Foe. Foe. Yeah. If you go back to the days when Moses Malone was a 76er, ah, never mind. You're not old enough. And I, I, I love, Greg, I love this. And I'm with you. You guys are both doing great. But I can almost hear Tom saying, when you said, there are no winners and losers in this, I can almost hear Tom saying, yeah, but I'm winning. (laughs) Anyway, that's a good thing. I'm glad y'all are doing that. All righty. I think it's time for the race report. Okay, last weekend uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana, the Indy Pride 5K. Jeff ran that one. Jeff sent some great photos of the run. By the way, Jeff is a new customized training program guy now. I don't know if you saw his post on Facebook. He, he called me a dirty word. It was just, <laughs> ah, Jeff, you're going to love it. Like I said, the everyday superheroes. This was kind of cool. Fort Smith, Arkansas. We know, of course, that means our buddy Joe. But a new listener, Lena, drove down from Oh, shucks, I forget where she lives, but she drones down to join this particular event, and she met up with Joe, and they got a great photo together. I thought that was absolutely super. I love that stuff. Uh, I love that the the families out there doing all these things. Makes me feel good, and that's, I mentioned it before, that's why I started before we were a podcast and before we were doing the race report, we had that file. And we'd post things to Facebook for who's running this weekend. And I love the fact that uh, some of our friends who never met one another will look one another up. And I think that's just great. Uh, Our buddy in England, Rob, finished his half marathon in Chislehurst, which I'm saying again because he told me I pronounced it right. Uh, Mentioned before, Rob's a pretty good runner. Rob placed ninth overall in this half. Now, and third in his age group, and he had it. Remember we were talking, maybe you don't, remember we were talking last week that Rob was trying to practice running on tired legs. It looks like that worked for him because he passed three runners in the last half mile. Now, if I pass three runners in the last half mile, that's because I'm doing uh, 1445 a mile and they're doing 15. Rob's third in his age group. He's passing guys who were still trying hard, so he kicked it in pretty hard. Good job, Rob. Our friend Judy was just a little bit north of me here in the very picturesque little town of Safety Harbor, just near Clearwater, Florida. She did a 10K, did a great job with her splits. She posted her splits times, and they were all uh, mile per mile within a, I'm trying to go by memory, I say within about 10 seconds of one another with her last mile, the last full mile, being the fastest. So that's a nice job there. And then Bruce from the first timers page posted some pictures of the first rock and roll run in Atlantic city. He said that, uh, he said the, the woman from Disney was the race announcer. I'm assuming he means Carissa. Yep. That's correct. Yep. Okay, cool. And that they had French fries at the end, which is what Atlantic city should have boardwalk fries at the end of a race. So that's pretty cool. 
And then finally, Joe, once again, Joe finished the Pheidippides Challenge, 330 plus miles, 330 miles and a little bit of change. That's a uh, Jeff Galloway sponsored event. I've mentioned it a couple times. It's still out there. It'll be up until the end of the year. If you're, if you're just looking for motivation to run some uh, virtual miles or just to get out there, that's a, that's a neat little thing. Uh, nice metal and a nice shirt on that one. Okay, let's look at what's coming up this week. I already alluded to the fact that the Keys 100 is going on. Adam, Tony, Jamie, and Rob are all running the 100. Well, no, they're not all running the 100 mile. Or Adam, Tony, and Jamie are. Rob's running 50 miles down in the Florida Keys. One of the things, and we're going to ask them about it when they're on in two weeks, and I'm, I'm sitting outside on the Gulf Coast right now. It's 10, 15 at night. And it's 80 degrees. That's one of the things about running that Keys 100 is that you don't get a break at nighttime down there running right on the water. You do get the sun's gone out away from you, but you don't, the temperatures do not go down very much, nor does the humidity. So good luck, guys. The uh, Geist Half Marathon in Fishers, Indiana. Jeff's at it again. Jeff's staying busy. The Hot Foot 5K in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Fort Smith, Arkansas. Of course, Joe is staying busy. No runs for Margaret this week. Margaret over around Claremont in Central Florida. Margaret, Joe's getting ahead of you. Margaret's problem is that here in this part of the state, the runs are pretty much done now. It's getting too warm. And then one last mention, we already talked about our friends at the Will Run For podcast. Their live virtual event is this Saturday at 10 a.m. I signed up for it. I cannot run but I think I can walk a mile on Saturday at 10 a.m. And I got the swag. Hey, they did a nice job. That uh, It's a wooden metal shaped kind of like a sunflower. Really looks nice. So good for them. So I'll, I'm not sure exactly how it works. I think you could still join in the fun by posting to social media that you're participating in their event at 10 a.m. But I'm looking forward to that. So that's it for the runs this weekend, and that is pretty much it for episode 32. No Zoom get-together this Thursday. We do every other Thursday, so we'll be back again the week after. My friends, as always, it's been our pleasure visiting with you. We look forward to the next time. Until we meet again, happy running. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.